0: If you have experienced a panic attack, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. The reality is what this unknown quote has to say. It says, I've got 99 problems and 86 of them are completely made up scenarios in my head that I'm stressing about for absolutely no logical reason. Welcome to Cross Leg with Hira Mehta where I talk to you about life around us, my thoughts, some facts and a bit of motivation too. I, for one, have many times experienced that feeling of doom and that something bad is going to happen right now and at this very moment over something as silly as a bus or a train trip. I know it's a trigger and it will pass because mine stems from a memory. A long-distance train journey always triggers worrisome thoughts and reminds me of my vacations with my father as a kid. I remember he used to get off the train at every station to get us something to eat. One day the train started and I panicked as he tried to clamber on. I could not spot him and I panicked even more. But he did in another compartment. Believe me till date I never allow anybody travelling with me to get off the train at any station to get anything. Claustrophobia, fear of close places or acrophobia and irrational fear of heights Or even Nyctophobia, a fear of darkness that gets triggered by the brain's perception of what would or could happen are just some of the reasons that can result in panic attacks. Even major life transitions like graduating, changing jobs or losing one, getting married, having a baby, perhaps stress, death or divorce could also be triggers. Let me tell you that I have realised that at that moment there is no other thought in the person's head but to escape the situation. Something like this has happened to all of us but we don't really sit up and take notice of it or even try to make sense. It makes you panic enough to set off a feeling of breathlessness, tensing of the muscles leading to palpitations and discomfort and it even seems like you are having a heart attack. Feelings of, I'm going to die, or I can't catch my breath, or even feeling smothered, sudden chills, hot flushes, and that sudden fear of losing control are equally scary. But it is said that panic attacks come quickly and subside quickly too, most of the times. But even though they last only for a few minutes, it can leave you feeling scared and uneasy for a very long time. Making a conscious effort to relax by taking slow and deep breaths and believing that it is going to pass is key. Try to take your mind off it by talking talking calmly to yourself because there is no way to stop a panic attack but to ride it out. What most of us do not realize that there is a close relationship between panic attacks and our state of mind and even mental well-being. Sometimes it can be medical conditions and other physical causes too. We all tend to take mood swings and anxieties lightly, we never should as both anxiety attacks and mood swings are triggers that must be addressed at the earliest. But we all know that no one ever likes to talk about it or even seek help and would rather more than often pretend all is good and move on. I do believe the happiest people are those who never stop living life as stress-free as possible. Surprisingly, anxiety, acts, attack, sorry, anxiety attacks, mood swings and depression is something that the next-gen seems to be facing even more today. The stress of running the rat race, staying ahead is tough in itself and it is no wonder that more than the physical health, mental health is becoming more important. The words mental health really meant nothing to me till I retired as I said before. Meaning me, I continued blissfully unaware But it hit me hard when one day my 57 year old boss and friend committed suicide. It took me and my colleagues a very long time to recover from this. Or should I say that we still haven't recovered? He was one of those who kept us in splits with his one-liners and his humorous take on life. Why did he decide to do what he did? Why did he even take that step just one year short of his retirement? We never understood and there are no answers till today. But I needed some understanding, some answers, and so I started reading up. I read that those who survived suicide attempts actually did not want so much to die as to stop living. What triggers this is a state of mind that translates into a tragic spur of the moment decision. I began to question whether it had to do with circumstances, situations, health issues, and when it does... Most because of suicidal thoughts and feeling of doom that can affect anyone at any age and one may never even realize it. So many reasons surfaced such as impulsive decisions to end one's own life, stress, feeling of loss, loneliness, financial problems, unemployment, meaningless life, academic or social f- failure, bullying, terminal illness and so on and on and do not even think that it happens only due to the reasons I researched. There is more to it. It's the society norms and the people around us. For example, it's an accepted fact that as a woman, it's okay to express my feelings. But men folk, they're never allowed to show the emotional side. How many times have we told our boys that men don't cry or hurt faces, phrases like, you know, toughen up or take it like a man. Sounds familiar? When they talk about this, we brush it aside immediately. On the other hand, we women seem to have the full license to emotional outbursts and tears and these are our weapons for life. I have talked about this, the very same thing, in an earlier podcast too, but it needed to be said again. People over the age of 50, 60, they say are prone to mental disorder and my thinking is perhaps because people carry around all those pent up emotions inside of them and never let it go out. For me, my 9 to 5 routine meant a great deal because it kept me busy and weekends were my recycle craft days. Making handmade gifts for every member in my department, placing one on each desk on Diwali day was a given. My colleagues even looked forward to it but after retirement it was not possible and believe me it made me rather depressed. Suddenly for me all days were cycling and craft days and I kept pushing it aside saying maybe I'll do it tomorrow, maybe another day. But tomorrow never came for a very, very long time of periods. I knew I had to do something to break this depressive panic cycle of having nothing to do. I sent out feelers to friends, colleagues, but you believe me, nobody took me seriously. So to keep occupied, I started writing, blogging, kept busy by attending events, meeting people, making selfie moments, and on my list, making new friends became a top priority because I somehow felt that they would give me an opportunity to do something new. Today, it is my love of podcasting that has added to this list and it's my way of dealing with my time and energies. I must admit that it did make me very anxious and unhappy about myself at that time. How true is it that we often disregard somebody else's problems or feelings as unimportant and insignificant without realizing that maybe just maybe for that person it is a great deal and maybe the person really needs a hand think about it we do not even realize how much our words based on our own assumptions of the situation can affect somebody most of us are guilty of saying oh come on it's not a big deal or oh you will manage it and so often we say these words don't we listen to what ellen sachs a professor on, and an expert on mental health law says in my experience the words now just calm down almost inevitably have had the opposite effect on the person you're speaking to so why are we so quick to judge and make assumptions I know of friends who are uncomfortable in their own skin and some who are comfortable there are friends who feel uncomfortable just being in a room of people a room full of people and feel like they can't talk to anybody American poet and educator Henry Wadsworth Longfellow has said, Every man has a secret sorrow which the world knows not. And often we call a man cold when he is just sad. Unconsciously, many seniors still confuse symptoms of mental disorder with normal signs of aging. More than often, people will not talk as I have said before. So I read up, As I said before, I love to read up things and make sure that what I am saying to you is facts. You know, having such feelings and you should never ask them why. Just stay close and be there for them. Keep a watch out for those continued signs such as mood swings, not wanting to step out, leave the room or leave the bed. All the panic attacks are frightening, they're not dangerous. It is like taking a walk in the forest and you realize that you're lost and you freeze in fright. It can happen to all of us. I guess being there for each another makes all the difference. So, as radio presenter, Isabella Poratis has said, If someone needs you, don't let them down. Because when you need someone and there is no one to be found, you will know how they felt. So, until next time. Give a shoulder to lean on if need be. Be vocal about your feelings. Switch off those disturbing thoughts and just breathe. Namaste.